Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Fresh Encounter, the radio ministry of Lifelong Anointing Church. Our mission as a church is to equip the body of Christ to increase in wisdom and in stature, and in favor with God and with men. We're glad that you joined us for this edition of the broadcast. It is our prayer that this broadcast will be a blessing to you. Here now is Pastor Otuno with today's message. Ecclesiastes chapter 10. Ecclesiastes chapter 10. I want to read from verse number 10. Very, very strange verse of the scripture. The Bible says, if the axe is dull and one does not sharpen the edges, then he must use more strength. But wisdom brings success. Now, if you fast forward to verse number 15, the Bible now tells us, it said, the labor of fools wearies them. For they do not even know how to go to the city. If you look at this verse of the scripture, verse 15 in the Amplified Version, the Bible, it puts some extra statement in there for you to have a good understanding. Verse number 10 in the Amplified Version says, If the axe is dull and he does not sharpen his edges, then he must exert more strength. That means you use more power. But wisdom to sharpen that particular axe, help him to succeed with less effort. Which is plain English. The question is, what is the Bible talking about? What is the Bible trying to teach us in this verse of the scripture? The Bible is saying, if the skill you need to accomplish, a specific task is not updated. If the skill that you need to be able to move forward in life is not improved. If you are stuck in the skills of the 1960s or the accomplishment of the 1970s or the 1980s, he said, then you will find that you will waste unnecessary energy. Because you are implementing, you are trying to use a technology that is already outdated. For those of us who are used to computers, you know when computers first started, they filled a room like this. Then later it became a briefcase that you move around with. Now you can carry a computer. The computer that is in this thing right now is much more bigger, much more faster, much more efficient than the whole house that the ones that they had before. The Bible is saying uh, if your skills are not updated, Unnecessary energy will be expended in your activity. If you are not using the latest technology, if you are not using the latest skill, if you are not developing yourself to be in the latest frame of thing, you will find out that you are going to, your, your unnecessary energy, unnecessary things are going to be what you are going to be doing. You are not going to be efficient. Number two, if your skills are not refined, your productivity will be impacted. You are not going to be very productive. Can you imagine if I'm using the computer that has that is in a briefcase? How long is it going to take me to even haul it from here to the other place? If your skills are not refined, if your skills are not sharpened, productivity will be impacted. Number three, if your skills are not developed, if they are not up to date, if your axe is not sharpened, you are going to waste resources. And many of us are wasting resources on a daily basis. In the way we do business, 
in the way we conduct ourselves, in the way we manage our finances. There are people who still write and pay their bills by writing a check, putting it in an envelope, <laughs> stop it, put it inside the, what do you call it, put it inside the, inside the PO box and wait for the mailman to carry it. When the companies have made pay, even your bank gives you an opportunity to say bill pay. It doesn't cost you a dime. All you have to do is push a button and the thing is gone. Your payment is not even late. But somebody still wants to take me say, I like to see the face of the cashier. So you're carrying money to go and pay in store. The Lord will help you in Jesus' name. <laughs> the point we are making is that if your resources, if your skills, if they are not refined, if they are not up to date, you are going to waste resources. You are going to waste time. You are going to waste energy. You are going to waste valuable resources because of your lack of productivity. Number five, if your skills are not refined, if your skills are not developed, there are opportunities that will be presented to you that you will not be able to access. There are opportunities that you will never be able to develop. And many of us waste opportunities because we have no, our skills are not refined. We are praying, God, give me a new job. God said, this is a new job that I've given unto you. You go in there, they say, oh God, you get this certificate. He said, well, I'm going to go to school. When are you going to go to school? Sorry, that time. By the time you go to school and graduate, that opportunity is gone. When the resources that you have, when your skills are not developed, when your skills are not sharpened, when they are not up to date, opportunities will come and you will not be able to take advantage of it. And then finally, when our skills are not refined, when our skills are not well developed, when we do not bring ourselves up to date, you will find that frustration and failure becomes imminent. You will see what you know that you can do, but because you have not developed your skill, you will not be able to take advantage of it. And then failure becomes eminent because you become angry and bitter. Okay? He used to say that when you marry a woman that is not good, you become a philosopher. <laughs> That's what happens. When your skills are not well developed, you become very angry and bitter. That will not be our portion in Jesus' name. But if you look at the latter part of the verse, Look at the latter part of the verse, Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 10. The Bible tells us, it said that if the ass is dull and it does not sharpen his edge, then he must exert more strength. Look at the second part. It said, but wisdom, to sharpen that edge, wisdom, to be able to improve your way, your skill, wisdom, to be able to sharpen your skill, wisdom, to be able to get yourself up to date, it helps him succeed with less efforts. And that's why some people, you say some people are lucky. There is no lucky anywhere. You create your own luck by being prepared. You create your own luck by making sure that you are up to date. You create your own luck by making sure that you are equipping yourself to take advantage of opportunities. The Bible tells us there, it says, but wisdom to sharpen the axe will help him to succeed with less effort. In other words, if you take the time to sharpen your axe, if you take the time to refine your skill, if you take the time to up to the, to bring your skills up today, to keep yourself correct, the Bible is saying that number one, you are going to reduce your efforts. You are going to reduce the stress in life. Because you begin to do it. You, many of us have heard this word. When we talk about this, I say you don't work hard, you work smart. Right. If you don't have an up-to-date <laughs> skill, you can never work smart. You will work hard. It is not magic. And I tell you this because in the church, we look for magic. 
We ask that God bless me, God bless me, God bless me. But we do not follow the principles of blessing. We are looking for miracles, but we do not understand the principle by which miracles occur. One of the principles by which it occurs is for you to develop and refine the skills that God has put in your life. Okay? So the Bible is saying that when you begin to refine your skill and you take the time to develop yourself, you will reduce the effort, the wahala that you are going to give yourself. Number two, you will increase your productivity. The same hour that you expend in a company that you are paid $10 for, another person expend that same hour and get $100 for it. It is not the state. There's nothing different about the hour. It's just the value that you bring to the table. When you refine your skill, you bring a better value to the table and you increase your productivity. You multiply your effectiveness by the fact that you know how to do this thing. Because you are better at it. Because you are good at what you do. You multiply your effectiveness. Not only that, you maximize the opportunity. When you are performing at your peak performance and people look at you and say, this guy is good. What you will find is that other people will say, let me, you know what, let's talk to him. When you are finished talking, let me talk to him also. They start looking for you. You start becoming in demand. It's not because of anything. It's because you have done your due diligence. You have invested in yourself. You have updated your skill. You also produce success when you apply wisdom. When you update your skills. You know what the Bible is simply telling us? Sharpening and refining our skills determines our level of success. Sharpening and refining your skill not only determines your success in life, it separates you from the crowd. People look at you and say, yes, this one is different. They see the grace of God upon your life. They see difference in your life. It separates you from the crowd. When you find and finally, when you, you know, when you sharpen and refine your skills, it helps you to fulfill the purpose of God for your life. If you sharpen your skills, Okay? You will fulfill the purpose of God. The purpose of God will not just happen by accident, just because God said it. Okay? Just because God said something over your life. Look at the prophetic word that came upon our lives today. Just because God has said something doesn't mean it's going to happen to you immediately. Please understand that. The Bible is full of examples of what the Lord has said that never came to pass. Not because God does not have the power to do it, but because the people of God have not prepared themselves to be able to benefit from it. The Lord Almighty told the children of Israel, if you read the book of Joshua chapter 1, He said, everywhere the sole of your feet shall tread upon, I will give it unto you. From the Jordan up to the great river, the river Euphrates. He said, that is the land that I've given unto you. That is the intention of God for Israel. So the fact that God has said something about your life does not mean it's going to automatically come to pass without you doing nothing. You have to be invested in it. And the Bible is saying here to us that when you sharpen your skill, when you refine your skill, the purpose of God becomes fulfilled in your life. And you see this example in the book of Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3, reading from verse number 12, we see an example of a man called Paul the Apostle. He gives us a glimpse of how he became so successful, how he ended up writing more than two-thirds of the law of the New Testament, how he became one of the most accomplished preachers of the gospel. Look at Philippians chapter 3, reading from verse number 12. The Bible says, not as though I had already attained. Here is a man who has preached, who has raised the dead, who has gone to the third heaven. He's saying, not as though I have already attained. Here is a guy who has gone to the third heaven. Here is a guy who spoke after preaching for how many hours? Somebody fell down from the from the upper level. They died. They poured the apostle God. They said, get up and get up. The guy got up and he continued preaching again. And he's saying, not as though I have already attained. Either we're already perfect. 
But I follow after, if that as if that I may apprehend for uh, that for which I am apprehended of Christ. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things which are before, I press forward towards the mark of the price of the high calling of God in Christ. In other words, I am not resting. I continue to do improvements. I continue to better myself. I continue to make sure that the things that I'm good at, I make sure I get better at it. I make sure I'm giving it the best shots. I preached today, 1,000 people got saved. I want to get 2,000. I preached today, somebody died and you know I was able to save. So I want to save more. That is what Paul is saying. Paul is saying that my accomplishment in Christ is not enough. I am striving for more. I'm seeking to know Christ more. I'm seeking to reach his will. I'm seeking to get to, get to the maximum of what God has in store for me. And as a result, he became the most accomplished preacher of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. The question is, why does your, why does refining your skill, why does it determine your success? Developing your skills, why is it, this, why is it necessary for your success? Proverbs chapter 22, look at verse number 29. The Bible tells us there, it said, do you see a man skillful and experienced in his work? Look at the next verse, the next line. He said, he will stand in honor before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. If the guy is so good, he said, he will not just stand behind anybody. Because you are good at what you do. The Bible said, do you see a man skillful and experienced in his work? He said, he will stand in honor before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. This verse is basically telling us the reason our skill, the reason our refined skills define, determine our success. Skills that are backed up by experience. Skills that are up to date. Skills that are refined, what do they do for you? Why do you need to do it? They, they bring you success because they open door for you. They open door for you. When you are good at what you do, when people are looking for you, they say, where is that person? You're looking for the guy that is good. So the skills that is refined opens door for you. Number two, the skills that is refined gives you access. Not only that, when you refine your skills, it positions you for greatness. People will begin to recognize and they'll begin to respect the fact that you are the person who is doing what you're doing. The question is, what kind of skills are we talking about? You know, I've been talking about skills, 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 skills. What kind of skills are we talking about? What kind of skills do you need to be effective in life? Now, before we answer that question of what skills, what kind of skills do we need to be able to live effective life? You need to, first of all, understand what skills are. Because I've been hearing skills, skills, sometimes you might assume that you know what skills are, but let me just quickly define it. What are skills? Skills is your ability to do something. Skills are your expertise. There are things that you are good at. There are things that you know that everybody knows you for. There are people that are known for certain things. And that is your ability to do something and do it very, very well. Now that you understand a good idea, you have at least an idea of what skills are. What are the kind of skills that you need for effective living? Let's go to the book of Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2, verse 52. The Bible says, and Jesus increased in wisdom, in stature, in favor with God, and in favor with man. These are the skills that you need. These are the skills that you need to be able to make an effect, to be able to succeed in your life. And the Bible is telling us here 
That if you are going to be able to increase, if you are going to become the person that you need to be in the coming year, you need to develop, number one, a professional skill. Many of us are professionals in our own little, in our own ways. We do a particular job because of the profession that we're in. We're saying that you need to be skillful professionally. So that when you get to work, nobody's telling you how to do what you are paid to do. You know the job. That is what we're talking about. You need to develop professional skills. Critical competencies required for advancement. You need to develop those professional skills. Number two, you need to, to be able to succeed in the coming year. You need to develop relational skills. That is the interpersonal competencies that is required for productive relationship. There are some people who don't know how to relate with people. It was John Maxwell who said that one is too small a number to do great things. Yes, you are the main guy that everybody sees. But there are thousands of other people that are helping you along. You cannot get to your destination alone. You need people around you. And if you are going to live an effective life in the coming year, you need the skills to relate. You need the skills to know how to communicate with people. That's number three. You need to know how to talk. In other words, you need to know how to speak to people. You need to know how to receive information from people. You need to know how to be able to observe with people. You need to know how to empathize with people. Communication skill. So you need to develop relational skills. You need to develop communication skills. You also need to develop leadership and organizational skill. Leadership skill. That is the ability to be able to persuade people to buy into a vision. To be able to perceive, to be able to convince people to walk in a particular direction. An organizational skill is to be able to manage resources. And if we are going to move forward in the coming year, we need leadership skill, you need organizational skill. Not only that, you need motivational skill. That is the ability to be able to elicit the behavior or response from a particular individual. You need to be able to motivate people to do things. Motivate yourself to move forward. That's what David did. The Bible says that when they took all his family and the family of his men captive, and the people were thinking of stoning him, the Bible says, and David, after they have wept and they no longer have power to weep, David now woke up and said, the Bible says, David encouraged himself in the Lord. There are days when you have to encourage yourself. When you look around you and the things are not going the way you want it to go, when you look at your family and things are not going, you look at your finances, not where you're supposed to be. You need the skills to be able to tell yourself and say, no, God is on the throne. You need the skills to be able to arouse yourself up, not in self-denial, but in putting things in the right perspective. In saying, God, my God is able to do it. Situation might not be exactly what it is right now, but I know that God is able to do it. You need a motivational skill if you are going to succeed. And then the next one is you need a problem-solving skill. Many of our youths and the younger ones, even some adults in our culture these days, have no clue how to manage crisis. If trouble comes into their life today, everything goes upside down. If the thing is not going the way it's supposed to go, it becomes an issue. There is often a tell you a story that there was somebody who called the 911 because the microwave was not functioning. You know? <laughs> so you see people, individuals who cannot manage issues, they cannot manage issues in their life. They cannot solve problems. And if you don't have the ability to solve problems, if you don't have the skills to solve problems, nobody will commit something important into your care. Because life is never going to go smooth. Life is never, ever going to go smooth. If anybody tells you your life is going to be smooth, that person is number one, ignorant, or is a liar. Because life will always have its challenges. The issue is that when the challenges come, how do you deal with it? 
You need the skills to be able to manage life. When family is not going the way it's supposed to go, you need the skills to manage it. When finances, when you bring the dollar and the dollar is not stretching long enough, you need the skills to manage it. When you get to work and you are putting in your best and your go and your boss is not responding, you need the skills to manage problems that show up in your life. But most importantly, you need spiritual skills. You need spiritual skills. Because the Bible makes us to understand that man does not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, which is the spiritual element. If you don't know how to develop spiritual skills, the spiritual skill of prayer, the spiritual skill of fasting, the spiritual skill of reading the word of God, the spiritual skill of meditating on the word of God, the spiritual skill of remaining in the presence of your mind. If you don't know how to maintain spiritual skills, the coming year may not end up the way you like it. Will you need these skills? The question is, why must you develop these skills? Why must you develop it? Number one, you develop these skills because the world needs your skills. They need these refined skills to be able to function. How many people do you meet every day who are depressed? How many people do you meet every day who are looking for a friend? They are looking for somebody to relate to. They are looking for somebody to talk to. They are looking for somebody who can motivate them, who can encourage them. When you have those things in your life, people automatically gravitate towards you. Don't you notice that in the place of work, there are people that have friends and people who don't have friends. There are some people that when you sit down with them, you begin to spill your guts to them. You start telling them the things that you will not tell any other person. Why? Because they have certain skills in their life to be able to get those information out of you. Not because they want to use it against you, but that's just who they are. They have developed those skills. You need, you know, we sharpen our skills because the world that we live in right now, they need those skills. Number two, we we sharpen our skills because they are in short supply. Very, very few people have the skills. Very, very few people have these abilities. And only the guys that have the ability to are the people that the world will run to. When you have the organizational skill, when you have the leadership skill, when you have the motivational skill, the ability to relate and the ability to communicate, you will find out that in your place of war, your bosses are looking, they are looking. The Bible says that the eyes of the Almighty goes to and fro the world, looking for who it was. The same thing men do. In your place of work, your bosses are looking. Who is this guy that is qualified for this management position? When you have that skill, they say, you are the guy. That's how they single you out. And that's why some people will call it favor. Some people will call it luck. But it's because you have done the homework. So, so because this is in short supply, that is why you need to develop it. Not only that, it, because it's in short supply, it will be in high demand. Why is it that therapists are making a boatload of money right now? Why is it that a lot of their calendars is full? Because people are no longer have, they no longer have the ability to relate anymore. They don't know how to communicate anymore. They need somebody to talk to. Where we come from? When you have a problem, you go to grandma, you go to grandpa, you say, Baba, this is what is going on. No, I'm having a problem with my child. No, I'm having a problem with my husband. The man will sit you down and tell you, this is what you do, this is what you do. Here in this interesting country, you can't talk to people. You have to pay somebody to talk to them. This is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> you have to pay somebody to talk. And the more people are disconnected, the more they pay other people to talk to them. When they go to therapy session, ask them what they are talking about. They are talking about nothing. My car broke down. My this one. You say, what is wrong? You are paying me this money to come and discuss your car? You don't have a friend in your life that you can talk to? Your father is not there. Your mother is not there? That is to tell you what happens when a society is disconnected. As because the society is disconnected, this kind of skills are in high demand. That's why you need to develop yours. Because when you develop it, what happens? 
people pay you to talk to them. And you notice one good thing when you go to a therapist, they never tell you a solution. They ask you, what do you think? How do you feel? You are the one that will give the solution to your own problem. I like that game. It's a nice game. It's a nice game. You make money. <laughs> Just make money by telling people their own words. <laughs> but <laughs> the point I'm making is that it is a high demand. It is a high demand. That is why you need to develop your own skill. So that somebody can pay you to tell them what they are telling you. It's amazing. Not only that, you develop this particular skill so that you can set yourself apart. So that you do not be in the crowd. My brothers and sisters, what makes a man rich, what makes a man successful is not being like every other person. It's being separate from every other person. Have you ever seen a company that is set up, a group of criminals setting up shop to come and fake gum wrappers? Nobody does that because it's not value. It doesn't have any value. But you see them set up shop to go and fake dollar. Why? Because the dollar is separate. The dollar is valuable. The dollar is set apart. When you develop your skill, you set yourself apart. People want to be like you. They want to talk like you. They want to behave like you because you represent what they are looking for. You set yourself apart. That's why you develop your skill. You develop your skill because you are well compensated for it. The point we're making is that when you develop this skill, when you sharpen this thing, you are well compensated. You are well compensated. Some might say it takes too long to develop the skill. Some might say it's, you know, I, I, I don't want to waste my time like that. I can do something else. You can, it's a choice that you are making. But one thing I want you to understand is that if you refuse to develop your skill, if you refuse to sharpen your skill, if you refuse to bring your skills up today, the first thing you will notice that you will remain ordinary. Okay? You will just be ordinary. Those with unrefined skill remain ordinary. They remain unknown. Number two, you remain unaccomplished. You know that you have the potential to do things, but you cannot do them. Number three, you become unfulfilled. When you are not refining your skill, you are not able to rise to the top of where you are supposed to get to. When you are unfre- when you are unre- when your skills are unrefined, you become forgotten. Because yes, you are doing what every other person does. So what is just what? There's nothing special about you. And the question is, how do you develop the skills? Number one, you develop the skills. But before we do, let's even read the book of uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2, the Bible tells us there. It says, study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. In other words, study to become good at what you are doing. So that when you start speaking the word of God, people will know that you know the word of God. And people will know that, yes, the word of God is well situated in your life. So how do you sharpen your skill? Number one, it is through diligent study. You have to study your field. You have to study what you want to develop so that you can begin to imbibe the quality. It is through diligent study. Number two, it is through network of proficient associates. You know what? Hanging out with people who know what they are doing. Hanging out with people who know where they are going. Hanging out with people who want to do something with their life. Because if you keep hanging out with the people who are not going anywhere, you will never get better. If you are the smartest guy in your own group, you need to change the group. Hang out with people who know better than you. Hang out with people who are more successful than you. Hang out with people who are much more advanced than you. Hang out with people who have, a t- who have accomplished more than you are. That way you can learn something. But if you sit with people who you are better off, yes, you are the king of the jungle, but what? how big is that jungle? 
You are the big fish in the pond, but how big is that pond? Is it the bathtub or what? The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So how you develop your skills, number one, is to be able to study diligently. Number two is to network with proficient associates. Number three is to find experienced mentors. Find experienced mentors. Mentors are the people who have traveled the same road that you want to travel. People who have gone ahead of you in that same direction. Ask them how they did it, what they did, the challenges they faced, and the things that they need to do to be able to get to where they're going. I have a little library, but one of the things that I do is that I may not have the opportunity to meet with individuals, but what I know is that those individuals have written their experience in a book. And that is the best way for you to get your mentors. Pick up a book and read. Let them tell you what they went through. Let them tell you the challenges that they face. If it's in your profession, look for the best guy in your profession. If it's in your, if it's in a particular area that you want to develop, look for a particular guy that has done something in that area and read about that individual. Look for experienced mentors. The Bible says, without counsel, purposes are disappointed. In other words, when you are trying to accomplish something, you don't have the right mentor. When you don't have the right person to be able to give you advice. He said that particular purpose, that particular advice, that particular desire of yours might be disappointed. Thank you very much for listening to our program today. We invite you to join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. for our Sunday worship service at 2711 Murfreesboro Road in Antioch, Tennessee. We also host Bible study and prayer meetings every Friday at 7 p.m. Visit us online at www.lifelonganointing.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Join us next time for another edition of Fresh Encounter. On behalf of Lifelong Anointing Church, we thank you for listening.